A lofted mind. The podcast. Uh, yeah. My mind's lofty. They said you got the game so talking. Now I'm not talking, I'm saucy. A lofted mind on the grind, just subscribe to me. My mind's lofty. They said you got the game so talking. Now I'm not talking, I'm saucy. People amaze me with how seriously they take themselves. They like to hype themselves up to be the absolute best version of everything imaginable. It's as if no one truly wants to come to grips with who they actually are in character, nor do they realize that pressure and conflict routinely causes people to fold or just become lesser versions of themselves. It's like people's imagination makes them much bigger than who they actually are. Don't get me wrong, you have to have a great imagination and vision to become successful. And I absolutely believe in speaking things into existence and becoming who you want to be in the mind first. But those types of mindsets are related to individual growth and making dreams come to fruition. Where I find no place for those mindsets is applying it in reverse, stating who you would have been in the past or what you would have done in the most extreme of circumstances. People really have no idea of the true struggles of the past and what people had to endure. It's very simple to sit around with the luxury of zero resistance and throw around I woulda statements. The most irritating I woulda statement is that if I was a slave, I woulda been a field nigga. Shut the fuck up. People throw that nonsense around with honor like anyone who says it is supposed to be believed. It's just comical to me because I'm not sure any of the people who say it realizes what that actually means. So for discussion purposes, I'm going to oversimplify what that means in comparison to being a quote unquote house nigga. I just want people to picture themselves in extreme temperatures with high humidity, dry heat, no cover, and no clouds. These people would lead you to believe that they would opt, meaning make a choice to work in those conditions, in the field, opposed to working in the comfort of the masses home with the fan on. Get the fuck out of here. Motherfuckers aren't even forced today to work outdoors or forced to pick crops or forced to work nonstop. And that's in an office chair today. These people, if they have to take a 30 minute lunch break instead of an hour lunch break, just because the business needs it, they would threaten to quit, do half ass work and tell every employee there that they are underappreciated and overworked. And this is while being paid for their services. They have zero regard for the other black people in the office and how their lack of willingness to step up would affect their co-workers. They have zero regard for what their attitude can potentially mean for the next round of black hires in their same position. They don't give a fuck at all. But they want you, me, and everybody else to believe that if the situation was egregiously worse, they would choose to work in those field conditions for the greater good. L-M-F-A-O. <laughs> Maybe some of y'all are fooled by this bullshit, but I'm not. In comparison, let's focus on the closest thing to modern day slavery in today's world, incarceration. 
there are damn near 2 million people in the United States locked up, a great majority of which are guilty, some pled guilty, and many more have come to terms with the fact that most of their lives will be spent behind bars. Do y'all think that that inmate or those inmates would choose, if given a choice, to remain in the prison dormitories making less than a dollar a day, with very limited freedom, terrible food, no access to their family, and getting beaten by COs for not being good trustees? Well, they choose that if each prison built an enclosed gated community right outside the jail in which they could move a little more freely, eat better food, get a little white girl coochie from the warden's daughters, nieces, in-laws, and their wife. Y'all really think they would choose the former just to not be called a knuckle tongue and be applauded by those left behind? <laughs> that's comedy. But that's essentially what this boils down to. Reality versus the fantasized versions of principle that people love to yell about today. Now, I'm not that type of person to sit here and lie and say no one would make that choice. Surely there are some that would, but those that would have made that decision would be in the minute percentile, like less than 1% of those given a choice. Now, would you like to know how I know this? Okay, I'll tell you. But before I tell you, I want to be very clear that I am not criminalizing those blacks that were forced to be slaves and were killed for simply being human. It was and is still the most disgraceful part of American history and there is no justifying it regardless of those who may have potentially been criminals in those groups. Criminology has no correlation to my point, but I'm speaking about the principles of humans and how said principles correlate to their own survival. With that said, let's briefly discuss snitching, ratting, telling, whatever you want to call it. There is not one person who lives a criminal life on this planet that would fess up to being a rat. Everybody in the underworld would lead you to believe that they are real. They are stand-up individuals. They will take their weight and do their time if they go down for a crime. You want to know why? Oh, because they would never sell out another person. They would never punish another for their own mistakes. They would never sell their souls to protect their own flesh. They're simply too real for it. But somehow, all of that, I know I'm wrong, but I'll do right if they find out I'm wrong. All that bullshit comes to an immediate halt as soon as they are facing that hard time. Once that reality sets in that their standard of living and lifestyle is over, so is that principled stance. It's all about them now and how they can lessen the severity of their circumstance. The point is, people don't get offered better and decline it to voluntarily be punished more. Newsflash, believing that choosing to be a field nigga over a house nigga would be commonplace would be the equivalent of believing that no one would snitch if given the chance to plea out. Or no one would stay in the make-believe prison barracks around the prison if given the choice to leave the jail. It is not in human nature to put pain and punishment over individual comfort. And I know how the human mind works. Some people are out there right now are thinking, oh, well, people harm themselves all the time for fitness, diet, and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Those instances are due primarily to the fact that there is hope and or knowledge of a favorable result pending. They're living by the no pain, no gain cliche. But what if there is nothing to gain? What if there is no hope? What if there is no insobriety or no high pending? 
Do you think any of them would choose to punish themselves for others? It gone. It would not happen. Those woulda statements just sound foolish. Let me tell you how easy it is just to make up a woulda statement. Because I know what I woulda done if I was a slave. See, I woulda been a house nigga. Oh, but with an agenda though. You see, I woulda worked my way up to be trusted in the masses home. That way I could understand how they moved. I could study the weaknesses. I could find out about their family secrets and make alliances from within the infrastructure of the masses organization. I would look out those spotless clean windows every day and wink to the field niggas so they know I was on their side. I would be learning to read more and play stupid so they would teach me to be even more smart. I would also be building up the other house niggas so they could understand exactly what we would have done at the very right time. I would have been the cleverest nigga to ever be promoted out the fields. You see how beautifully stupid that shit sounds? The reality is maybe I get the promotion and maybe I go from making nothing to making nothing plus. But the moment I asked the wrong question that even insinuated I was smarter than they thought I was, I would have been dangling from a tree like a ripe pear. Anybody can say what they would have done, but the history of humanity has shown that placing others above self or choosing righteousness over selfishness is a rarity. People are full of shit. So when I hear people, black people in particular, calling someone else a house nigga in order to demean them because of their lack of ignorance or their difference in upbringing, all I hear is someone putting themselves in some superior position who likely would never have the cojones to withstand the heat in the house nor in the field. My mind's lost. They said you got the game talking. Now I'm mind fucking I'm sauce. A lofty mind on the grind just subscribe to me.